Hello and welcome to Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution. In this podcast, you will discover how to co-create success in your business by aligning mind, body, and soul. Each week, you will hear unconventional ways to build your business multidimensionally by mixing the woo and the do. Their traditional approach hasn't resonated with you because it is not meant for you. You have simply evolved past it. The energy is shifting. The old tools are not working anymore. So let's ride the wave into the new world together. With your host, Judith Junke, Ascension Coach and Business Mentor, and Jenna Nixa, the Authentic Sales Coach and Multidimensional Business Mentor. Let's apply what you already know to be true intuitively and then massively up-level your business to live your purpose on purpose. Hello, everyone, to the next podcast episode of the Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution, Evolution and Revolution, a podcast for lightworkers, for coaches, healers, and visionary entrepreneurs who feel called to build their business differently. And today, we have an amazing episode for you where we'll dive deeper into the 3D and the 5D. And I think there's dogs in the background or whatever else that is. Who wants to say hi, everybody? <laughs> so that is just how life is. Uh, Jenna has a life. Obviously, I have a life and you guys have a life too. And maybe it already made you smile within the first 40 seconds of the episode, <laughs> which is great. So what we're going to share about today is um, how building your business the new way, like the 5D way, how you can stop feeling overwhelmed and hustle while you still keep going and take action. And we're going to be diving a little bit deeper into that from a consciousness perspective, but then also what that means with regards to action taking and all of the things that we've experienced in the last year, year and a half, especially ever since the energies have been a bit more crazy and the way we do business has just started to shift so that we are where we are today and having a different perspective and a different view on how we create results and how we create success. So, Jana, is there anything that you want to add to open this episode up? No, I just want to say welcome, everybody. So let's really dig into this. Um, I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation. And I think before we really get into the nitty gritty, like we always promise you guys, what I wanted to and Judith and I discussed before the call for the last 30 minutes before the dog and the dog didn't bark at all. <laughs> so funny to me. And then we get on here, but, um, is, is just laying out sort of these different levels of consciousness and just what, and of course there's other levels we're not going to discuss, but we're just going to discuss the ones that the majority of entrepreneurs have to navigate as they wake up, as they step into their purpose and as they start building their business. And so, um, so yeah, I think that's just getting started there and then we'll continue to dig in. So, um, so I'll talk about the first stage and then maybe Judith, if you want to, and then we'll just kind of go back and forth. So I think most of us out there that are entrepreneurs or coaches in one way or another, we have made it out of this stage. And that is where the majority of the population is in that victim mentality. You know, everybody's out to get me. Um, whatever you do, everybody, they've outsourced their power to everybody else. Like, I love the quote. I believe it was Wayne Dyer who said, can everybody else out there in the world just act right so I can be happy? 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's a great one. I think it is from him. Yes. And so, but it, that really puts it in perspective, but I do believe our audience and most of the entrepreneurial community has done enough self-development, has done enough, you know, positive mindset, that kind of stepped at least into that world enough that they don't operate at that stage of that victim mentality where, you know, they're just a victim of their lives. And, you know, it just, it's just how it is. It is what it is. Right. And so, but then we move into a new phase and this is probably where many of you may be or were at one point. So um, Judith, tell us about the next phase. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I love how you displayed that. And the quote is amazing. And it really, it is basically when we feel like life and everything is happening to us, right? Yeah. So we're powerless. We can't really do anything. And it might be that still, even though you've come out of that phase, most of the time, there might be situations where you fall back into that because something is affecting you and it just brings up something new. But where we feel most of you are most of the time, if not even beyond that, is like the second stage. If you're out of that is where you're more in the action-taking um, phase. That is more, you know, when you're in the doing and you finally got your power back, you don't feel powerless anymore, but you're like, yeah, I can do it. You know, let me show you. The thing is, most of us, and I have definitely been there, and I think Jana as well, <laughs> that is the phase where you tend to end up in the hustling <laughs> because you're doing it all, you want to achieve it all, you have all the ambitions in the world, and that is great, right? Because you finally discovered how powerful you are. Just that, just that. Law of attraction comes in. Yes, (laughs) the attraction has action in it, right? So we understand that it's supposed to include action, not only connecting to the vision and all of that, but really taking action and doing it. And on the entrepreneurial end, especially if we look at our beautiful online space here, you know, you enter the space and then you you see all of these things, right? You need to kind of understand the master social media in a way. You need to understand how to talk to clients, potential clients, your audience, who they are, the marketing and the sales. And there's so many things beyond what you are delivering as a healer or a coach or whatever exactly you do, right? Beyond your modalities and, and your expertise. So that very easily can cause you to feel like oh my goodness I have to do it all and then you start having to-do lists that are like a mile long and and it's frustrating because every evening you don't cross off all of the things because you never can and you get into that kind of a rabbit hole where you feel oh my goodness I'm never going to make that it's all too much the overwhelm kicks in but then you keep pushing harder you know that is basically the the next toxic hamster wheel if you want that potentially you might be in, in some situations, or that you have just come out of, or maybe halfway out of. But yeah. then, Vanna, tell us what is the next level where um, feel most of you might be at the moment when we're yes, out of that. that. And so a couple things that you said that I want to make sure we highlight that are so key is you will fall back at times. You know, it, it takes practice. So even falling back into that victim mode and then you snap out of it, right? And one thing that I know I've said before, and I'll just reiterate, it's your comeback rate. You're cultivating that awareness to go, oh God, I just blamed my husband for all my problems again. Oops, you know, but you come back. And so the new phase becomes more of where you spend the majority of your time, right? So I I like to highlight that because 
I heard so many spiritual teachers early on. And it's like, I awakened. And then it was like, poof, like never looked back. You know, the addiction never came back in. Like I never had any temptation to be in victim mentality or, you know, whatever it may be that you um, healed. But it doesn't mean that we don't revisit some of those things as this is a circular healing process and not a linear healing process. And so just highlighting that for anybody that didn't feel like they just closed the book and have graduated (laughs) that just knowing where you spend the majority of their time and knowing how quickly you come back to that natural set point is so key. So thank you for saying that because that would have been really helpful for me about 10 years ago. (laughs) I was like, hope I didn't just wake up and be in, you know, a sage, a clueless to sage. But then, um, so, so then we bring, bring you to the last or to not the last phase, who knows how many there are, but the phase that we're moving into as a collective, um, the one that really captures more of that feminine energy. So, you know, where you can think of the other phase as, you know, more of that masculine taking action and doing all the things and I make it all happen. In this phase, we start to ease in more to our feminine. We start to get more into that flow. We start to open up to not just taking action and I make it all go, but also that I'm co-creating in this reality, right? That I can actually surrender and trust that I don't have to move all the pieces all the time. That there are other things at play here that are coming to help me on this path. And so there's tools that you can use to cultivate some of this and ways to really help you harness some of this power. And, but it also helps you to, to release and let go as well. So it becomes quite the paradox, especially if you're in that transition where I spent a, quite a bit of time where it was like, well, is it the taking action or is it the, is it the doing and the attracting? Like, how do I put these together? Like, how, how do I do both? And so, you know, even though this podcast is um, about this 5D, that doesn't just mean that it's all, you know, we, we abandon action in the lower level, right? We just come into a different way. And I'd love to highlight this with a story really quick, if I may. And so um, actually just yesterday, somebody that attended my workshop left me the most beautiful voicemail. And her group program is launching today. And she said, Jana, I just needed to share this with you because normally I would be freaking out about all the things I have to do and all the modules and getting it all just right and making sure they had all the emails and everything. And she's like, I don't feel any of that. And I'm, for lack of a better way of putting it, less prepared than ever. But I feel so at ease. I feel like I can just flow through this. Like I don't have to have it all figured out. So it's not that she doesn't have any action in it. She knows what she's going to be talking about. She's not just going to get on there and not do anything, but she's let go of a lot of the fear that we have in that lower, um, you know, masculine, make it all happen, taking all the action, toxic positivity stage. And now she can really harness both the, the beautiful masculine, but then also that feminine at the same time, which, which is just a great way to explain, you know, now you're doing in this phase comes through the being 
and now yeah, I love how you say that you say that that phase for me if I put that in one sentence it is creating through me mm -hmm. right basically coming up everything that you just said is you just explained that beautifully and that example of your client is is amazing because it's just that right yeah. like I feel most of you guys who listen if you've ever launched anything in your business you might know that sensation of stress and like, oh my goodness, a million things. I have to prepare visuals and graphics and for the stories and posts and emails and the Facebook group or wherever you are, you know, having your program or whatever you're launching. And it can be a lot, you know. I've been in a coaching program a few years ago. And the coach gave us for launch preparation um, actually a 27 steps spreadsheet and that had like all of these things on it like 27 million things to do i mean overall the ideas around they were epic they included i mean even if you were running ads i mean you have another whole list of things that you can do and um, it was covering reaching out to collaborations and 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 that like got so many people in that program like oh my goodness this is all i have to do just to launch something and you know the answer today if we look at where we are today is you can do that if you are at the level, I don't know, either you have a team or you've mastered a lot of these things and they you feel aligned to doing them, do them, but you don't have to. And that is the essential difference. You can figure out what is your version of that. And I feel that is a very important message that we is close to both our hearts to be sending out. You get to find your way, how you market, you sell, how you launch, how you whatever your offer is, right? Find your way in the multiple options that there are. And that depends not only on your personality, but it also depends on which stage your business is at. If you're in the first year of your business, most likely you won't have a big team who can you know, support you with all the graphics or you don't have necessarily somebody who's running Facebook ads for you. Maybe you have, but you know, if you don't, then don't stress about doing that. There's always like a, simplified version of all of these things it's like a yoga pose right there's if you yeah, have one yoga exactly. pose, there's so, many, so many different ways how you can do the pose depending on where you are in the progress and in the learning curve and that is for business is the same way we get to let go of the here's one strategy here's one blueprint here's the thing that is exactly what you need to do here's the list yeah and please execute all of that within the next 48 hours or it won't work And, and that is, I love that you said um, the unhealthy, I think you said masculine, right? And that is the hustle phase or the dual consciousness level. Yes. And that is where we connect like the 3D and the 5D if we want, because that is more the heavier energetic consciousness phase where the whole planet is just moving out of, but that we've had for the past decades here. And that most interestingly, and that is not talked about a lot, I feel, includes likewise the very unhealthy masculine which is the hustle doing for the sake of doing but likewise the very unhealthy feminine which is the drama queen you know right. that is a little bit like the rest of victim mentality as well oh my goodness it's all happening to me and then yeah. I feel pushed and you know that is unhealthy as well and now we've more emerged into because we're all awakening up one or the other way and that includes healing both ends within each of us and then we get yes. to what you said beautifully into the healthy action taking of the masculine because it's beautiful 
once it's yeah. healed, and it's you know, we're it here you- to create. I mean, that is here to be in joy and to have this experience. So it's not just the sitting and the aligning and the being, you know, that's wonderful. But when we can marry those two, that's where the, that's where the power really is. And I wanted to, to highlight and circle back to something you said about that toxic masculinity. And so really what it is, it's not that action taking is wrong. Right. But it's what, like I always say, it's not what you do. So if you're launching, you have a laundry list and you're able to be in your power while you do it, then do it. But if you need to half it because half of it, you don't enjoy half of it. You don't believe in half of it. You think is silly, then half it because it's not what you do. It's who you are when you're doing it and just keeping that front and center because a lot of that um, lower level, you know, law of attraction, manifestation, um, you know, taking action in the toxic positivity is out of fear. The fear is driving that train. Like, I need a million dollars. Okay, I'm going to meditate and get a million dollars, you know, or I need a million dollars. So I'm going to take my action off. I'm going to drive myself crazy, but I'm going to get, I'm going to get it all done so I can get my million dollars. Versus... I'm inspired. I have a message to share. I know because I know about the law of correspondence and I understand that we are all all abundant, that as I share this message and as I follow and step into this place and take the actions that go along with that, that that will be a side effect. I will have abundance. Money will flow. Also, as I invest in myself, that's also leaves that open for people to invest in me. And so it comes from an entirely different level of inspiration versus just the motivation of, I got to do the thing to get the thing. Um, one thing I cover in my workshop that um, seemed to really resonate, so I'll just share it here, is you know I had them visualize what it's like to be a seagull. And just like on flying over the ocean and just flying with the wind and just going through the clouds and the sun and all the things. And then the energy of a jackhammer, just, you know, into the ground, just boom, 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 just beating it. And that would be, you know, the toxic part of that energy. You know, there's, there's a way to flow and create and take action. And then there's the, jackhammer energy. So my question would be, as we continue to, to, to really explore this is, you know, being very aware, like, am I, am I in jackhammer or am I in seagull? Because they feel really different. I think people, even if they haven't really gotten in touch with their body, if anything, they can feel that they can feel that I, I certainly can. And so, um, so just to summarize those three really quick, um, because you said something was great. And so the first one is everything is happening to me. And the second one is I make everything happen. And then the third one is things are happening through me. And so I love that because it just sort of really delineates those two. 
So I'm sure you have other things you want to say about that. So what what else have you got, Judith? Yeah, I love that. It's a great summary. And that brings us to like the second part of the episode. It might be a little bit shorter than the other ones today. But what we have discovered, like both of us, but what we also see with our clients is when we are navigating out of the I'm making it happen into the is happening through me phase, because we understand and have this broadened awareness of, okay, I can tap into these higher levels of abundance and there's a different set of emotions and feelings around it. The energetics around it is different. And we logically understand this. And it might be that a part of our body, a part of our consciousness of who we are is not there yet. And what might happen then is we try to pretend and fall into the let's fake it till we make it kind of thing, which might lead to us being in this wearing the mask of smiling all day because it's all amazing and it's just so, so good. And I'm making it happen while I'm up there in abundance. Gotta right? keep my vibe up. Vibes gotta be high all times. Exactly. <laughs> while this is not what it's meant, you know, what it what it's meant to be. Because what you're doing then is like you're betraying yourself you because you're not allowing what is coming up to see where you might take a different turn on the journey of how you do things, right? So to get off of the illusion potentially that you might have that everything is always sunshine and roses, right? Because some things are just hard. We are building businesses and sometimes things are just hard. And the mastery is to go up that ladder of self-mastery and self-leadership so that we can navigate the hard things in an easier way. That is when we say things get to be more easy. It doesn't mean that everything is easy, but the way that we get the skill set of to navigate is that is what will get easier once you step up more and more and balance between the three and the 5D. The healthy action taking, the healthy creation, the inspiration, but not faking it until you make it because you read somewhere or one of these Instagram quotes that says positivity is everywhere. You know, I mean, yes, it is, but you don't have to be faking it if you don't feel it actually. That is rather a thing where it might invite you to go inside and see, oh, what is going on actually? So where do I maybe need to take another turn? What is something I might not see? And you talked about fear a lot. Um, and probably we're going to have more episodes on emotions and also especially on fear because it is a an interesting concept and an interesting driver. While the only thing I want to say now is fear is also very supportive because it might just remember you to or even remind you to look at something that you might have overseen because you were so overly excited at some point. <laughs> and maybe yeah. there's just a little thing that where it wants to tell you, oh, can you just adjust this a little bit? I don't know, just double read the copy that you put out. Maybe there is something, you know, now that you're inspired that you want to add and that will make all of the difference. That can be the same thing. So not to be afraid, I want to say, of whatever else is coming up if you fear falling back into victim consciousness because that's what's happening a lot. So we fear that we fall back down the ladder. So then we try to stay up in this high energy all the time. And that is where you might end up faking it till you make it but that as well is a very unhealthy hustling mode 
So is there anything so, you want to add, Donna? Yeah, well, it remain, reminded me of myself going through this. And, you know, there's a word for what we're talking about, which is called spiritual bypassing, right? Yes. It's just like, that's fine. I'm going to stay positive, 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 right? And um, and not really addressing what's going on underneath. And the bottom line is it, when, when it comes to law of attraction or whatever, it's not what we are thinking, thinking so much as it is what we're feeling. So you can be thinking positive all day long, but if underneath that positivity, if you're spiritually bypassing something that needs to be addressed, you know, something that's unhealed that wants to come out and be released, then you're, you're working against yourself, right? Like you're literally working against yourself and it's going to, you're going to be in discord. So, um, so anyway, so, so me, you know, I mean, I think most of us started in victimville at some point, Right. And so when I got out of it, I experienced this, like this rose cloud of like, everything is great. Oh my gosh, that person just cut me off. Oh, I'm so sorry for you, you know, and just like, nobody's going to ever take me off my cloud nine. And then about seven years ago, I became a meditation coach, you know, during my, after my awakening and a lot of self-development, it just, meditation has been incredible, all the things. So I I went in in this direction and she even said to me, I was like, but it's fine. Like I, I just, you know, I know that's his stuff and not mine. And, and she stopped me and said, Jana, but what if there's something there is there? It, It doesn't have to be fine, which is a horrible word in the first place, but why not explore it? And I was very confused. And this is why I wanted to bring this up. And I remember being on a call with all my fellow coaches. And I was like, I lived in emotional world. I was like, I was raised by a single mom. Everything was flying off the handle in our house. I didn't go grow up in one of those houses where nobody expressed how they felt. Like we expressed. <laughs> However, so I was kind of annoyed and thinking I knew more than they did, if you want to know the truth. So I'm like, I'm in positive land. I mean, y'all can stay there, but I've lived there. But I want to offer you a different level of what they were suggesting to me that I didn't know at the time. And one is where you're the victim of your emotions, right? Like whatever comes through, you act out, you full on express, you know, and then regret it later. So basically, you you are a victim of your emotions. And so, but then with the Pollyanna positive sort of behavior, you're not feeling anything. You are repressing everything. You're repressing your emotions. And so both are, I don't want to use good and bad, but both are equally detrimental one way or another. And so what they were trying to explain to me, but I was so new in my journey at that point that I was like pissed, is there's a different layer where you can actually be the witness of all of this and be starting to inquire about, you know, where this might be coming from. Is there something here? Is there something I need to look at or, or see it? And this all happens so quickly that you don't react, that you were able to respond. And so that those are just really different levels. So one is just acknowledging what's all there, like fully there. And, and then sort of having the um, the awareness around, okay, now how do I choose to engage with this versus I had no choice at the, at the other time. So, you know, we're, we're not ignoring emotions, but we're choosing 
how we want to to navigate the situation because we have the tools. And so that I wanted to highlight that difference because it really confused me because I'm just sitting there thinking these people obviously didn't grow up with my mother and we were, you know, all over the place emotionally. But that's an entirely different way of expressing your emotions versus what we're suggesting. And so I don't want, I didn't mean to go down that rabbit hole, but when you were talking, it just reminded me so much of me being, fr- what am, I don't understand. And so it isn't going backwards or regressing. It's, it's being able to be positive, but also, you know, having the choice of how you want to feel into things that may be underneath the surface and not being afraid of that because we do live in polarity. You know, this is a dualistic reality. And so we both, we have negative and positive. And so we have to look at those. And so anyway, that's all I'll say about it. But um, that, that I love this. very confusing to me. <laughs> I love the example. And that reminded me of one thing that fits in perfectly. What confused me on that journey that I walked through to get to where I am. And then we can wrap up the two, three learnings, the things that we transfer to you for you guys listening in how you can handle yourself in this business space, right? Where it might feel hard sometimes. Um, so where I really got confused because I come from a different experience from the upbringing where there was not a lot of, I'd say, light emotions, if there were any. So there was either emotions not expressed or if they were expressed, it was not on the lighter end. Like joy, for example, was not a lot expressed. I'm not saying it wasn't there at all, but it was not just really expressed a lot. And so when I tapped into this journey of understanding myself in a different way and learning about all of these different levels, um, when I understood it logically, it made sense. But then what confused me most was when I started to tap back into feeling, because I really, I had to relearn to feel. When I came to that level of awareness was a point, it was a tough one at the moment, it was practical and it had to be there but the realization that most of what I had been feeling for most of my life was either fear uncertainty or like the overdoing in the in the over excitement and fun but in the unhealthy way kind of thing Mm -hmm. that was like the majority of an anger anger and really rage that was like the set of emotions that was most common to me but I didn't know that that was so limited until I understood. So when I then went into that journey of exploring all of the rest and I learned like, oh gosh, there's so much more and it's all in me as well. So I should better be feeling it. Mostly I got confused when for me, things felt like they were too positive. When all of a sudden I felt a lot of ease or joy or love or all of these things, right? The other end of the scarcity, if you want, when that opened up more and more, obviously I enjoyed it and I saw the process, but I had these moments in the business journey when I started as well, like, okay, is this now, is that true? Or is that another fake version of something where I'm trying to pretend? And if I found it very hard to navigate in the beginning to see like, okay, am I self-sabotaging or is that really true? Like it felt so good that some part of me didn't trust that it was good because it might have been too good to be true. And then it got me all the way down into the self-sabotage, not understanding, is that the truth or is that self-sabotage? And that was something that I really needed to look into. And that is exactly what you then said, right? We have to have that level of reflection and understand that. And it's, it's a path 
that moves forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards. But it's a good way to do that because everything is, if you picture everything, every event as like a ball. And if you stand in one position here, you can have one perspective. But only if you move around it, you get to see the other perspectives. And that is the benefit of going back and forth a little bit, even though it might feel like you're going backwards, but it's actually a great step. And coming back to what you said in the beginning, all of this growth journey is not linear. It is going back and forth. It is multi-dimensional, and you can add what you want to add, Jana, to close this off. So I feel the major takeaways for everyone who's navigating this growth in their business as this spiritual awakened entrepreneur, no matter if you're a coach or a healer, you, you found yourself as the star seed or the light worker, whatever you call yourself, um, and you have that mission for the world. So A, know that whatever kind of a list you got from somebody that you were supposed to be doing in business, know that you can make it your own. Always challenge these things. Look at what is serving you most and best wherever you are at the moment, personally, but also with regards to your business journey. So keep taking in what somebody else is advising, but then always challenge it and look at it from your own perspective. And if that feels hard to you, we I, can, I hope I speak for you as well, encourage you to find a coach who has enough capacity to allow that you come back with that question for support that they guide you so you can find what of these steps is aligned to you so that is number one i feel is a big takeaway and then the next one that i can think of is that you you are aware and you give yourself a little bit grace for moving within these phases of i'm making it happen and it's happening through me and acknowledging that this is the dance and the movement. So you can see multiple perspectives of the ball if you want. Enjoy that. Like have the courage to enjoy that and feel everything that needs to be felt while you still keep me moving forwards. So if you've been dancing around and you've been wondering if that's the right way, yes, it is. Keep dancing and keep exploring. Now I'm handing it over to you, Jenna. Is there anything you want to add as a takeaway? Well, just a few things that um, you said that were just so amazing that I would just want to highlight a little bit because as you make that jump, right, you're going against your own biological or it feels like you're going against your own biological survival because there is an element of surrender and trust in the happening through me right? You were being like, okay, fine. I did give up the driver's seat. I'm going to sit in the passenger seat. I'm here. I'm still helping, but I'm going. To, and so that for your ego, for your basic survival instincts, is going to feel unnatural. And it's going to feel scary at times because the whole world is out there telling you differently for the most part. So that's one thing I wanted to say. The second thing is, you know, all of just think of it this way. If you're like, oh, that doesn't resonate. Oh, that doesn't resonate when you're working with more of that 3D coach. All of these to-do lists, all of the ways and the shoulds have all been created in that matrix. If you've expanded your consciousness to where you know that there's more than just that 3D matrix, those rules don't necessarily apply, okay? So you are on a different play. It's like you went from, now I'm going to age myself like Mario 1.0. You're on Mario 2.0. And now this guy has a lot more tools in his toolbox, right? He can probably fly and jump higher. He can run faster. And so in other words, when you, you're breaking that mold, 
And so when that all that 3D coaching says, you got to do this, that, and the other and hustle and do all those things. And you go, oh, I just don't feel like it needs to be that way. And I know spiritually, they tell me it doesn't need to be that way. That there is another way. You've just evolved past that. And so that is in essence why we created this podcast for you to know if you're feeling that, that it's okay, that there are coaches out there that also are playing Mario 2.0 that can show you how to use those tools. We'll still borrow. I mean, Mario is still Mario. So there's plenty of stuff that's going to come over, but we get to be deciding what that is instead of cookie cutter, plug and play sort of scenario. And so, um, so yes, be patient with yourself because it does go against a lot of the programming we experienced in the 3D and it can be scary at times but just keep going. Amazing words to end this episode. And as always, you lovelies, whatever you're listening or watching this, if there's anything you want to ask, anything you want to comment, anything you want to share, takeaways, please do that. You can also reach out to Jana or to me on our socials. The links are all underneath or right or left or wherever around where you're listening to this. And we're excited to hear from you. And we'll be back with the next episode very soon. Thank you all so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And we have an amazing gift for you. We really want you to expand your mind and business and help you create the impact that you desire. You know how success is an inside job. If you really like this podcast, please download this episode and leave us an amazing review. If you screenshot your review and email it to awakenedentrepreneurrevolution at gmail.com, you will receive our most powerful bundle. Unlock your success with guided meditation and breath work. And thanks again for listening.